Hey, God bless America. This is Ted Nugent with my blood brother, Ron Keel. And this is Ron Keel, hanging out with my blood brother, Uncle Ted, eating some Abaco's award-winning venison chili in the hot tub while listening to The Best of Cobras and Fire, Part 1. We've already got Dave Ellison on the phone, and we've got uh, Charlie Benante. Who else has coffee? Well, Kiss has coffee coming back. (laughs) Oh, good. So someone paid them to use the logo. Uh, That's right. And suddenly Uh, you'll get some generic-ass endorsement from Gene or Paul via tweet, like, uh, the people at Kiss Coffee are the finest coffee makers on the planet. I truly enjoy the experience every step (laughs) of the way. Brought to you by the Dubai Tourism uh, Chamber of Commerce. Um, We'll get into that later, though. Yeah, yeah. But... uh, Um, well, we uh, we had kind of a, a, a different Christmas this year uh, at, uh-huh. at the Bakken household. Do you mind if I touch a little bit on that? Maybe uh, see if you got any holiday things. No, if, I think we have two COVID Christmas stories. Yeah, or, um, like, the change, the change. Yeah, the, the, it was just the big difference was smaller. It was uh, just yep. my uh, my my stepdaughter Jade and her husband and Amy and I. Um, and you know we we. Did a, the, a video thing with my mom and my sister, and then my my other sister and her her man um, out there in Seattle. So it, it was uh, it was still got a chance to, to kind of see everybody, but it was it was a little different. But I did have one gift I wanted to share with you. We'll have to describe this for the listener, but uh, this is from my my stepdaughter Jade. Uh, she got me this. Can you see that? Um, see if you can. Make I can that see up. the P- Funko Pop. Yeah, it is Tyler not- Durden. Oh, nice. Uh, from Fight Club, which, you know, uh, easily a top ten movie of mine. Um, First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Still wasn't sure why she bought this for me. I was like, well, I, I do love that movie, but you and I have never talked about it. We've never watched it together. We've never right. shared any, like, you know, connection there. It's, I don't have a Tyler Durden room. Uh, uh, and newsflash, I no longer have a kiss room either, people. Uh, but we'll, uh, I'll wow. digress from that. Wow. <laughs> You did turn 50. I did turn 50. That was probably something. That has a lot to do with it, I'm sure. But anyway, she bought this for me, and I'm going to bring it up so you can, you can uh, really picture what I'm about to say there. I'm seeing the glasses. I'm seeing the, the cool. Yeah, I know yeah. outfit. What does he have in his hand? Uh, bar of soap. Okay, of course. Yeah, okay. okay. I got it. I got it. She got it for me because she said, that looks like me. It's a Jason pop in her <laughs> So, okay. you know what I got head? out of that? I was just told I look like Brad Pitt. 
Well, d- despite um, ruining the, the the lives of a few hotel employees, you uh, <laughs> that's not all you did here on the holiday season. You kissed 2020 goodbye, yes? I did, man. And, and uh, I, I was still waiting for that picture of you passed out on your front porch. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had to work. Oh, oh man. So, man. yeah, let's uh, let's say. Uh, so of Hit course, that. of course, what we're talking about, Elsie, is that uh, the the big kiss pay per view event here on uh, New Year's Eve. Basically, it was eleven a.m. local time. Uh, I think ten o'clock your time. I'm not sure what time it would have been in Dubai, but you know, nine ten o'clock, something like that. But yeah, they they were in Dubai in the in the United Arab Emirates uh, for this this big thing. Uh, it's the biggest stage ever built. In 2020. Um, <laughs> and uh, they were going to do so much stuff, man. They're going to a million and a half dollars of pyro. Do you know how much pyro that is, Luce? Uh A million and a half worth? I'm not sure. But yeah, they have, they have a lot either. of oil and Oil and gas, there. I understand. Yeah, the uh, what is it? What's the dollar exchange in the UAE? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a profit like, deal. Yeah, it's a, that's all it is. They only did this for money. Yeah, yeah. I think we covered Wrong. it a little bit. There was like a forty dollar buy in, a fifty dollar buy in, a two fifty dollar, two hundred fifty dollar uh, VIP, and a thousand dollar VIP. I don't want to break down the packages that much. You just got more ship the more money you spent. So yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the two base packages basically got you the live event. Plus, you could watch it for twenty four hours or seventy two hours as much as you wanted. And we'll touch on sure. that here in just a second. But yeah, so let's let's get into should we do a good, bad, ugly thing? Uh, because I do think there's something good to say about this thing. Yeah, I mean, you, you can start if you want. All right, for the good, it has to be the setup and and. First of all, it was shot masterfully, but it seems like that's getting real easy to do because almost anything that's done now with these live performances, it just seems uh, from the editing to the the the, sh- the cameras, <laughs> it's just it's beautiful. And what an amazing setup! You know what I mean? That stage was super cool, right in front of the pool, looking out at the that wall of patios on, on the hotel. Just a very unique kind of thing. I was gonna say, if you want to come imagine it. Uh, if you've been to Vegas or if you've ever seen Bellagio on TV, it's sort of like that with like they were playing in front of what would be this huge. Well, it's actually a pool. Yeah. But imagine that kind of setup. Like people are watching from the hotel and then there's the pool. And were and people the in the stage. pool? I, I it looked like they, they. I never saw it. Not in the first part, at least. OK. I mean, I would assume. I mean, that sounds like if you're going to go, that that'd be a pretty sweet ass deal. Just sitting on your <laughs> Yeah. For any concert, my God! I got yeah. Right? If, if that was like something feasible, as far as like getting to and, and buying a ticket, that would be that'd be something I might splurge for. Um, and uh, and and uh, one last thing in the good, I, I kid you not. As the day hit, you know, <laughs> and, and largely because I'm like, well, I could be doing that, but I'm at work instead, right? It, right. If I was, let's say, I had the day off, and I, and especially if I was home by myself, I might have dropped the forty bucks to watch and and fucking cracked a few beers and just did some hardcore day drinking with the TV loud as fuck. Um, I started, you know, that all of a sudden seemed a little appealing to me. Like, well, if I was drunk, I could probably handle <laughs> Paul's vocals because it, the, the teasing up to it worked on me a little bit in that sense. Like, I was like, this does look sure. really fucking cool. So kudos to them and everybody that put that together. I haven't heard where the money behind this is, right? I mean... I think we know at this point Kiss doesn't do anything on their own dime. They they basically get paid to do something. And so somebody had to to basically cover all the overhead and everything. 
uh, just uh, some the funds from cocaine, oil, um, and I believe uh, the Chamber of Commerce in Dubai. Uh, mm, I the, think that's where the money money came from. The, the Dubai <laughs> swear jar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the tourism. Oh, yeah, that's true. That too, the tourism office. Everybody uh, in du- anybody time someone swears in Dubai, they have to throw a dollar in this jar. <laughs> that's, they just took all that together and got them there. <laughs> no, I mean, it look, it, it's definitely something that would basically have never been feasible unless there was nobody in the audience. Because <laughs> they didn't, they didn't need to put anybody anywhere. So, you know every, what I mean? was, so was, every Kiss show on the second leg of the End of the Road tour, uh, pretty much. Oh, yeah. my. But but with that said, before we go into more of the uh, technical stuff, do you want? Can we talk about a little bit of missed opportunities? Can we touch on that? Yeah, that's kind of uh, a, yeah. Go for it. Okay. Well, I mean, as far as the setup and everything like that, I mean, talk about a missed opportunity not to have Vince Neil be an opener, right? Mm, yes. With a with a whole pool setup, sliding down, right? <laughs> like we, we've talked about, right? Right into the pool. Um, yeah. Could there be anybody else that was a, be a good opener for them? Well, I, I like the uh, idea of like uh, Blackie Lawless chumming the pool <laughs> with uh, meat, uh, and then yeah, maybe actually release some sharks in there for the if there are Kiss fans in there. Of course, I, I think so. I think you, the, that that Blackie kind of switches <laughs> up and uses chum. Kiss, Kiss fans like are, are the meatiest of fans. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You talk about the, the the sharks didn't show up before, but they were just waiting for the uh, the Dubai overweight Dubai ones. Yeah, yeah. There we go. They're like triple. There's definitely triple XL all in this pool. They have everything I need. <laughs> the sharks are loving it. Yeah. Trying to think, yeah, let's just to put think it this else? way. Like none of the guys, none of the kiss fans in the pool take their t-shirt off. <laughs> That's right. They all have their pool shirts. <laughs> Mark Chikini's in there with it tucked in. open up a not a a brand new version mic but a brand new sacred mic and use it for the first time yes on the podcast exactly not a yes. not, i get where you're going there uh yeah the because the uae is such a great place to live uh i, I think uh well why don't you touch on that a little bit before we get into lyrics uh you you watch some of the kiss pre-show too uh that's on I youtube guess, apparently well i i just i just googled uh, yesterday on youtube the um like the Kiss concert, and the only thing that showed up was this pro shot, like our intro, which was basically like a, something put together by the tourism uh, bureau of uh, of Dubai, mm. and it was you know Gene and, and and Paul on top of skyscrapers overlooking the beautiful architecture and talking about that a, a Dubai was on their bucket list, and B that they would move here. Immediately, they've been there for three days the first time of their life. Because that's what I do usually when I visit any city. 
That's why I keep being fascinated by this city. It really is a city of the future. And I hope more cities are like this. Nobody looks at you a different way. If you're dressed this way or that way, have religious insta or not, the architecture and the quality of life just seems, it's calm, it's quiet. There are no honking horns. There's no smog. There's no, it's, it's crazy. And all this sort of, uh, the minutia of it all. People don't see that. They're just going to be awed by the show. They have no idea all the work and the preparation that came into it in Emirates and how fantastic they were and the UAE and the country and just welcoming everybody. It's just, it doesn't get better. I think it's a good lesson for those people in the West who think, you know, we're the superior culture. You got some stuff to learn. Come over here and look around and see how it makes you feel. This is my first time, but give me a little bit and it'll feel like home. I would have no problem moving here, none. If I had a bucket list, I would be checking two things off it, being in Dubai and flying Emirates. Anywhere in the world, I'm like, within two days, I'm good to move here. No problem. I can move here tomorrow is basically how, how they were saying and, and talking about how advanced the culture is. But with all this advancement, what do they have to do? <laughs> yeah. <show>. Well, <laughs> because it's such a great place to live and they're so advanced, sure. they have to censor mm-hmm. some of their own lyrics. And I'm sorry, at this stage of the game, it's not 1965. Kiss lyrics are hardly edgy, even in <laughs> no. hindsight. If anything, they're sexually inappropriate for children to sing along to, but that's about Correct. it. Yeah, so they had to change the, the... the. I just imagine someone in Dubai whose job it was to read through all the Kiss lyrics and find out the, the two they had to change. But, these uh, are really bad lyrics, but you have to change some of these. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if they had to change them because they just weren't very good. <laughs> Let's actually put some skill into these lyrics. Uh, but yeah, so they, in God of Thunder, they had to change Virgin Soul into Sacred Soul. Um, and they had to change the word bitch from 100,000 years. It I doesn't say here what Paul used. Do you happen to know what he said instead of bitch? Oh, poop. I'm going to say girl. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's a weird one to s- uh, substitute. Uh, inferior and repressed uh, gender. I think that's what it is. I think it must that's what have it been is. an inferior gender while I was gone. That's right. It just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> and, and you know, and you talked about how they. Uh, by by the way, nothing more rock and roll than caving to a government that said doesn't like your lyrics. Sure. Uh, my my, so. uh, my my joke there was I want to rock and roll at an appropriate volume and time of day and party in an appropriately and government-sanctioned method. Yeah, this is basically the same thing as, as ridiculous as back in the 60s when Rolling Stone had to change on Ed Sullivan to, I think, let's spend the night together to let's spend some time together. Mm. Seriously. And didn't they, didn't they uh, che- uh, like, not do it? I know, like, Jim Morrison on The Doors... Uh, he, he, he was supposed to say, I can't remember. Was it light my fire that he couldn't say something, but that's when, when he got arrested. It was a line in the song, but yeah, right. No, they didn't get arrested then, but he, uh, they got banned from Ed Sullivan. But again, you know, it just, uh, supposedly Paul got in trouble for licking his middle finger during heavens on fire. Um, (laughs) which I hope is true because to me, at least that's a rock and roll moment. You know what? You, you pit. Did they don't want you living there now, Paul? This this yeah. this bucket list dream of yours to move your family to Dubai. If I had a bucket list, I think one of the coolest things you can always do is to suck your middle finger yeah. in public on on stage. That is a rock and roll move. Just just the look of sucking your own finger. You can't stop the star man from licking his finger. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's giving the middle finger to, uh, I don't know, to who, I guess, in this situation. <laughs> I don't... Yeah. I mean, well, he's, he's, he's like, you can't stop me. I'm going to lick the finger. Uh, and uh, Tim Bream shared a video, and I didn't catch the moment, so I didn't try to find it. But he said that even Gene kind of gives him a look like, oh, my God, we're in trouble now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, with that said, as, as great as a Photoshop man Tim Bream is, not a news source. Yeah, that's a true. <laughs> not a doctor. So I can't, can't confirm or deny that. You know, it's, you would think somebody who's who spent most of his life with his mom driving him around would not be so embracing of a country that doesn't allow women to drive. For those people in the West who think, you know, we're the superior culture, you got some stuff to learn. Ah, <sighs> good point. Most on top of my mind lately is with these um, stimulus checks going out. I want to know what piece of uh, overpriced Kiss merchandise Jewel Polo bought with it. <laughs> oh, that's <is> true. <laughs> Maybe he got a new turntable go bag or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if that's happened to you, but but like the, it came super fast this time. Yeah, it did. It was. Uh, it seemed like they they got the system down. It was. Uh, it's. It was in our bank account pretty quick. So yeah, last time I had like a prepaid debit card for no apparent reason, and then this time it was just like. Oh, all right. Here's an extra paycheck this week. That's mm. basically what it was. I just so. paid for a lifetime membership to OnlyFans. So, Ooh. <laughs> again, <laughs> I don't know. Is that a catfishing website? I don't know what that is. So. Of course you don't. Yeah, of course. Okay. I don't think when you say stuff like that, I can only assume your wife actually uh, secretly listens to the the podcast, and you're just covering <laughs> your tracks. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, hey, what you, you know, got? Speak, speaking of wives, man, I got uh, a question for you. You're a married man, a lot, and plenty of our listeners are, too. Um, as much as uh, our audience is a giant sausage fest, they uh, typically oh, use God. our show to get away from the, the wife is all I'm getting at. Yes. Um, why... Like and, and this is not just this is not just uh, my lovely wife Amy. Um, this is basically any woman I've spent any amount of time in a vehicle with. <laughs> so this is a generalization. Yeah. So how is it? <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a blanket statement uh, about all <laughs> women. Um, how come? Okay. And, and I, I will say this, excluding the elderly. Uh, uh-huh. How is it they take they can't get out of the car in under three to five minutes? You know, what I mean, any it's like, especially when you're not driving, it just it's like we pull into Target. Like once you're in the, the parking lot, you only have one job, and that is to be ready to exit the vehicle. How okay. come I can park, you know, get the car shut off and everything and be out in basically in front of Target and they haven't even opened the fucking door? <laughs> I assume you've ran into this because it's across the board. I, 
I just need to understand this a little bit, but because I you, you told me that you're going to talk about this, so um, I think I have different <laughs> levels, maybe. But 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 I I know what you're saying in general. Like, like I might me, be exaggerating me... a little bit. I've been known to do that. Okay, that's fine. So have I. But uh, <laughs> uh, but but the, but I'm just saying. Like, so let me guess that part of the irritant is you say like we are going to this location, and then obviously you uh, are coming into the parking lot, and you know that you're going there, and then the car stops, and then the radio turns off, and these are all these like I yes. guess. Things saying triggers, triggers, if you may, you uh, saying we are about to leave the vehicle. And, yeah, and, and walk yes. towards the door. Yeah, and yeah. and now this is there's a, there's a big people are like, what's the big deal? Why do you care? There is a life uh, happiness, uh, a personal joy that that's being stolen here. That I think, like, there is a serious consequence to this. To me, there is no value added time sitting in a car in a parking lot. That is basically we're, we we're only here once, baby. Do we really want to spend as much time of that sitting in Target's parking lot? We're there for a task. It is not like, you know, oh, man, I just want to bask in the moment. I, I hear what you're saying. And there is no value added sitting in a parking lot unless you're listening to our show. But if you once you turn off the <laughs> – once an engine is turned off, you're saying that, that there is then a pause of doing what? I don't understand what that exactly. is. Exactly. What are you fucking doing besides putting your hand in the door handle – Open it up. Your seatbelt should already fucking off before the drivers. Is it on the phone? I have no Is idea. Sometimes, phone? for the most, but this goes before phones were. I mean, we we went to uh, Texas in 2013 for my uh, sister's wedding. Uh, and that was before, like, sitting on your phone for was as common as it is now, anyway, right? And sure. we, we got a rental car, and uh, it had this lovely feature that I enjoyed. Basically, you know, and then here's the other thing, too. I want to lock the fucking car while I'm still close enough to do it. You know what I mean? Yes. Maybe, you know, so get out and shut the door so I can fucking lock it. But so this had a nice feature. Um, uh, I, re- I really wish I had it now, although I'd probably be divorced because um, uh, <laughs> it drove Amy batshit the week we were in Texas. Every time it went ding, and it was that was it's saying that the, the that someone's trying to lock the doors, shut your door. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so it was like a little so, and every time I did that, I would go, "That's your warning." <laughs> and I don't know. After about I don't know one day, she was like, "Would you shut the fuck up?" It's like, well, get out of the car, <laughs> shut the door. I, I I'm still. Uh, that is a great feature. It, it's uh, you know. I would think now you just have an extra thing where you just, you know, add a get the fuck out of the car or something like that to <laughs> get over out, and over get again. Out, get out, get out, get out, get out. But, but, but I mean, I'm just right now, divorce there's... attorneys are like, I got a great yes. idea. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> get get GM that. on the phone. I got a product to pitch. <laughs> and uh, but I'm, I'm thinking like, what is that? Is there stretching involved? I'm trying to sure what's, what's going on in in the other oh. seat after. It's almost like they were asleep and like, oh, we're here. Oh, hold on. Got to shake off the cobwebs. You mind running into and get me a cup of coffee. Yeah, I no, no. Everybody is when the the door, when when the car stops, it's time to get out. And let's what else do you have to do again? The older you get, a little slower you move. You know, we're all feeling the effects of that. So I'm not sure I'm not uh, I'm not losing my shit when grandma's having a harder time getting out of the, the old book cruiser. Take yeah, your yeah, time, yeah. you know, um, but my fully functioning children and wife should be able to exit, you know, and typically the boys are out of the fucking car. They don't want to sit there yes. anymore. The girls are Damn the ones straight. that are just meandering. I, I, don't, I don't get what it is. Fibaging through their bags of girl stuff. 
Yes, hit us up and, and ask if this is a recurring problem on, on your end. I think I, I I have somewhat of this, but but I don't think there uh, there's the uh, the delay of game as much. Well, there might uh, be like this um this uh this uh light bulb effect that's going on. Like I may have just exposed uh, men around the world. Uh, to this this thing that they've basically been oblivious to, you know what I mean? And now they're gonna be super pissed uh, if there's uh, any pause. From Motley Crue, man. At least uh, I found it kind of odd. Um, okay. And, and we're not talking about the uh, whatever the, the whole. What, what did they call that tour? The stadium tour with Def Leppard. Uh, yes. The reason that COVID existed. Yes. To cancel a exactly. Tour. <laughs> the Chinese China is like fuck that. Let's yes. drop this shit out. We're not. That is not <laughs> happening. This is unacceptable. Uh, China. Uh, <laughs> Motley uh. Crue on January seventeenth. Okay. 1981 was formed. Because I'm on, rolling free, a little bit better than it used to be. Oh, really? Um, so their 40th anniversary was just this last January 17th. And the first thing I thought of was, like, if they know <laughs> their exact start date, like, this is the day Motley Crue was formed, that destroys their entire narrative of just the destructive, partying, nonstop, just chaotic rock band i would think it would be difficult for a band with their background to be like i don't know somewhere between december and march you know what i mean but no january 17th it was 1 14 in the afternoon mick mars said yes vince neal was in the band it's like what what come on they they can't honestly know like oh it was this day well, I can see that, but maybe they're saying maybe that's when they actually signed with a manager. Maybe they have some documentation. Is Man, that the day that I, they, I, I read it, about it and it, it it didn't mention anything like that. And they just it, say maybe it. it's maybe it's the day that that uh, yeah you're right because if it's if it's based on the origin story of uh, like looking at um, whatever the umlauts on top of a Lohenbrow. Yeah, or whatever bullshit, <laughs> bullshit narrative that was. I don't think they're gonna remember that night. Exactly. Like that. <laughs> they might remember what happened, but they don't remember the fucking day. No, yeah. absolutely not. I, I remember mean, one. T- day, I'll tell you this right now, loose cannon. I had a, a night that I woke up and I found a Schmidt Big Mouth bottle on the floor of my front seat of my car, and I have no <laughs> idea where it came from. And that seems like how Motley Crue was formed. You know yeah, what I mean? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just yeah. like I, I, I was. I know I was twenty twenty one and in college. I don't remember what day that was. Even I, you know, 
and I probably should have marked it on the calendar. It's like this is this is the sign that you have a problem, Baco. Right. <laughs> I mean, most of, most of their, if you think about it, the, how they can like section off time timelines for them is basically looking at uh, times that lawsuits were filed or people died. Right, right. and that, that, that was that all years like, down the those road. Are, those, those are markers that they can reference, but that beginning part, there's no way that they know that the exact date. Yeah, I, I agree. I call total bullshit on that. That's uh, complete bullshit. It's it's called we have to have something to talk about because our <laughs> because our stadium <laughs> tour got canceled last year because of kung kung flu. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I, 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 now, if they would have said like. Hey, January represents our 40th anniversary. I probably won't even be talking about this. The fact that they literally picked a day. It's like, yep, that was the day. What do you think? I think Tom is going to rename the tour Fuck Kung Flu Bananas. <laughs> well, Tommy's not a scandemic guy. So. It doesn't matter. I, I don't think he thinks he's a scandemic. I'm just saying I'm trying to think of what he would be yelling about. Like a, like a yeah, dude, Kung Flu, it's a... Oh, it's I guarantee, clever. like, during his drum solo at every stop, if it happens this summer, you're going to hear him at least one point say, Fuck COVID! <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it is now. The, the, to- the tour for this year is going to be called Fuck COVID, Now Let's See Them Titties. Tour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck COVID, Tom now show me them titties! <laughs> Maybe I don't really want to know how you got in girls. Cause I just want to fly lately. Did you ever feel the pain in the morning rain? As a soul shoots to the bone Maybe I just wanna fly Wanna live but don't wanna die Maybe I just wanna breathe Maybe I just don't believe Maybe you're the same as me We see things I'll never see Miley Cyrus apparently is now the face of rock and roll, and she is going to save it. I have seen so many people over the last year about now gush over her doing some very unimpressive cover of a 90s classic. She's done a lot of grunge stuff. It came up in my episode with Dave Brewington. He gushed about her uh, version of, uh, I think, Say Hello to Heaven uh, from Temple of the Dog. Uh, Gushed? I haven't heard this yet. (laughs) uh, Oh, yeah. It, uh, it, It... and he's not the only one. I, I've seen other people share videos. It's like, I don't care what you think about Miley Cyrus. This is just amazing. Look, I'm sorry, but first of all, let me get one thing out of the way. Miley Cyrus, not even a credible artist. Okay, she's a fucking child star. She, can she sing? Yes. Is there anything remarkable she brings to the table? No. She is not. And I, I'm sorry, but getting a Joan Jet haircut and putting on a Plasmatics t-shirt, if that's all you need, well... Fuck rock and roll is goddamn dead. 
they talked about her on Decibel Geek, and here's what they did. They, they Decibel Geek got into it with, uh, they talked about how Elton John ruined an Ozzy song, which, by the way, I, I tend to disagree. I like Elton John's performance on That Ordinary Man. Um, it's, it's not his best vocal performance of all time, but I thought it was a touching song and well done. I like the way that worked out, but Aaron Camaro, not a fan. Not a problem there. It, we just disagree is all. So it was talked about, but like, man, Elton John ruins another song because he's on a, he's doing Nothing Else Matters with Miley Cyrus, apparently. They didn't mention anything about Miley ruining it. What the fuck, man? It's right there, guys. Come on, Chris. Come on, Aaron. Miley Cyrus is not the fucking headline there. Quit ruining our songs, Miley. Okay? Go back and... Make wrecking ball and and pop garbage. That is your job. You are not a rock star. You are a fucking Disney fucking pop tart who shot out of the cannon of a fucking half-assed country musician. You, your dad is the fucking vanilla ice of country. Just woke up, found out the dryer does not uh, does not have any heat. So that's my day. As my day has already unfolded. Where <laughs> where is my day going to take me? It's going to take me to Home Depot and find a heating element. I think. What do you think? I think that the moment you found out that you had some kind of like uh, at home uh, do it yourself uh, project, the first thing you did that you thought would be the most helpful helpful was look up uh, synonyms for handy. I did. <laughs> that took, it took me. <laughs> Damn it! This is what I'm going to be doing today. What's another word for handy? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> honey, get me the internet. Right, and and I was thinking, like, I think that if there is a word that describes all podcasters, I think that we are all designed to be more useful and practical than, than attractive. What say mm, you? Yeah, it's a it's a commonality. I mean, I wouldn't say it about myself because you know every day oh, I just I I. I spend more time looking in the mirror than the day before. You know, it doesn't suck. That is true. I was like, you know, with that said, wouldn't it be great if there was like <coughs> Tinder? Tinder. Oh, geez. I'm fucking Christ. Brad Pitt. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. You are Brad Pitt, <clears throat> and I'm I'm, a, I'm Ben Affleck. <laughs> is a fleck a flack a fluke? Mm. What, how 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 do you say it? I say Affleck. Ben Affleck. Yeah, all right, like, like the duck. Enough. Yeah, exactly. That's where I think that's where I slip. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I was thinking, what would an, an app look like for podcasters? Just podcasters looking looking to get out together with other with other podcasters, like a dating site. Yeah, like Tinder, Tinder, Tinder for podcasters. I have a name for it. Mm, go go. What is it? Well, instead of swiping left and right, it's swipe. When you find one you like, 
you swipe up and it looks like a Murphy bed and it just folds, folds in half and then boom, mm. you're connected. What do you think? <laughs> it's a utilitarian viewpoint. I think I'm starting to regret ever bringing in the Murphy bed into this program. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so is our audience. Yeah. <laughs> My God, uh, I, there's not a joke I've written that uh, you haven't loved beating to the death. Uh, no. You can't so swing a dead app. cat without hitting a joke that you've beaten to the ground. <laughs> so we can Stolen, either, either called, your own. Uh, it's called Swipe Up or just Murphy. Murphy. I think what it does is like uh, it uh, it shows a picture of you taking anything that you want from from the person. <laughs> Look, all I know is that it's 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 really entered my life. I mean, we actually went. Uh, I think I mentioned this. We've been looking for a home, and I actually went to one. And we did a walkthrough. The whole home was terrible, except there was two Murphy beds in this place. Two of the bedrooms. I'm almost like, I think we need to buy this place. Schaefer, the brains behind the band <laughs> Iced Earth, uh, which we actually uh, covered in our three hits from hell. Thanks a lot for that, by the way, Gene Vogel. Yeah. Now, now, we, on, now we have that Could fucking you have seen that schmear. <laughs> yeah. We're associated uh, with this guy now? On this respected show, you have uh. now... <laughs> you have dragged us down, Gene Vogel. Our sponsors have already dropped us. <laughs> We mentioned an Iced Earth record two years ago. Uh, John Schaefer, he was one of the people that was arrested uh, by, the, you know, he was he was actually there and stormed the Capitol. Um, let me read you the headline, uh, that this fake headline that I found that, that kind of sums it oh, all up. Uh, please. No way Trump could have got fewer votes in this election, says man who didn't vote. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it turns it. out like a, a, a lot of these guys, like a lot of these guys that are getting arrested, they didn't even fucking vote. So you're you're... You're storming the Capitol to contest the the validity of an election that you didn't even take the time to fucking vote in. Uh, anyway, I'm trying to think of an analogy that involves Murphy beds. Let's hmm. <laughs> see. Do they need a Murphy bed? In, uh, do they have Murphy beds in prison? <laughs> think how much space they could save. Perfect. That's our next industry. We got it. What about that, then? That the Murphy toilet too. If that's what it takes me, baby, 
There you go. Spend my time With that, Aaron Camaro, you are on the clock. What is going to be the first pick ever in the oh, yeah. March on Badness the clock, Bracket? On the clock, the March Badness Bracket making history with the very first pick. And I got to say, I love it when you guys do the March Badness shows because, you know, it's it's fun and it's great when you talk about albums you love. That's easy. Anybody can talk about the great albums, you know, of hard rock and metal. <laughs> we, we do that all the time for nothing. But to break it down and take an album that's not good and talk about it, you guys are right. It's comedy gold, and I love it when you do it. And I'm hoping that one of my draft picks makes it down to the final album that you guys are going to review for March Badness. And so to start it off, I'm going to kick it off with an album. I, I got strong feelings about this one. I think the listeners will push this one through to the end because I'm dying to know what you guys think of Guns N' Roses' Chinese Democracy. Ooh. So it's definitely That's on my pick. list. Yeah. So, I don't know oh. if it's because it took so long for it to come out or because it's nothing like classic GNR <laughs> or because everybody was just frustrated at that point with it, you know, being bloated. It's to me, it's an Axl Rose album. It shouldn't really even be called Guns N' Roses. There are moments of coolness on it, but for the most part, it's kind of shitty. But I want to see what you guys think of it. I'd love to know your opinions on it after you really break it down. And that's my number one pick in the 2021 March Badness Draft. Mark it down. That's it. <laughs> oh, that's that's a great – if you're going to think of uh, one of the most disappointing albums, too, if you want to rank it that. Not even as, as bad as it is, but like uh, – is it, is it cool if we just touch on a few things? Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. From this? Okay, cool. I still remember getting this thing from Best Buy, sitting in my car, not leaving my car, and and not going home and listening to it and like, what the fuck? Because I was just thinking, like, Axel's voice, if they took 500 takes, that's the take that they picked? Because mm. that's just my synopsis on it. I thought his voice ruined it. Even the, some of the songs I thought were good, his voice just sounded off. I bought. I picked up the vinyl when, remember Best Buy kind of bought this project and basically... Yeah paid for right. it yep. and then lost their ass on it. I bought it for a buck 99 and I probably should have bought 10 of those fuckers. You know, wow. I was just like, but, uh, cause now they're a little worth a little more now, but well, excellent job, Aaron Camaro. That's the way to kick, kick off the first bracket. Uh, up next on the clock, we have Chris Sinzak. Who you got coming in at your number one seed in the, in the Sinzak re- region? Well, first off, should we call it the Sniznak region or would you like uh, the Sisnak? <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever way you want to mispronounce it, go ahead, Mr. Bacon. Um, oh, I like that. Mr. Bacon. <laughs> Is it bacon or um, Bacon? Bacon, yeah. Every year I go to Germany, my favorite festival is Bacon. Um, oh, yes. I like that. Over there, backing uh, off. Yeah. So, uh, good pick with Chinese democracy because uh, although I, I tempered my expectations probably two years before it finally came out because once it got past like year 12 or 13, I was like, there's no way this is going to live up to any hype mm, anyway. Sure. So just just don't expect much. And and It'd I be didn't a fun one much, to talk but, about, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. interesting to hear what you your your angle on it. All right. So my my number one seed, this came to mind immediately. And I have a feeling this one's going to win just because of the train wreck that this album is. God damn it. And I think you guys are going to have a horrible time having to listen to it again to decide what you're going to say about it. Oh my number one seed is Peter Chris, One for All. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere totally different, but yeah. this, this is a fucking yeah. solid one. 
Let me, yeah, I, that's I gotta on check my here. List. I did not even have that on my list. I don't know how that got missed. <laughs> Probably subconsciously, I literally don't want to hear it. <laughs> not again. I much. It was. It yeah, was on, that one's it was definitely on, on my list too. Yeah, it was on my list. I've never heard it. I've just heard that it's so bad, <laughs> so I put it on my list. So this well, one for the com- we do have to. Yeah, for the comedy factor alone, I want to hear what you guys have to say yeah. about that. Oh, that's a strong, <laughs> right. strong number one seed there. Oh, all right. Well, uh, LC, man, uh, you're up. What, what do you got for your number one pick? And I got to tell you, I thought this would already be picked. So I am confident this may make it all the way to the final round, as, just as, as you two are also confident in your pick. But my number one seed is one that still... I actually went back. It's one of those things you go back to. And goes, was it really that bad? Was it that bad? And yes, it fucking was. And that is Megadeth's Risk. Ooh. Yeah. That's a good one. I got that on my list, too. Okay. And that's that's uh, kind of a standard. This is a terrible album pick. But, man, I I got plenty to say about that one. I had it on my list, but I actually had it in the, the, the two to three seed tier. But you still took it away yeah. from me, mm-hmm. so. Oh. I, I'm not a fan of it. Um, I'm it was not made a fan here, it was, of it either. It was recorded here in Nashville, and Dan Huff, right. who was in Giant, produced it, which was a weird, a weird pairing. Um, it's one. It's like because there's a lot of the later era Megadeth stuff I like, like Super Collider. I actually like that record. I like Endgame. I like United Abominations, but Risk just doesn't. It's just so clearly a band doing something they're not supposed to be doing. But even yeah. if it's even if it's a band doing what they're not supposed to be doing to me there's not a good song on it except for prince of darkness i think prince of darkness is actually pretty cool yeah i think there's maybe two good songs on it tops <laughs> yeah it, it sucks uh i uh i um i listened to it for the second time ever when we did the megadeth anthology lc so that, that <laughs> oh, and, okay. and i own it so it was <laughs> yeah it's been coll- it collected dust from shortly after it was released till then here, all, all I have to say about it is insomniam, niam, 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 niam. That's the opening track. And it, goes down, it, goes, it goes down from there. Ugh. You can't even help it by adding a, a fucking rat to it. They tried to make it look tougher later when they, re- where they reissued them and threw a, yeah. a mouse in a trap. I'm like, no, you're not tricking anybody. <laughs> yeah. Too late. All right. Well, I, I'll let you guys know something here. All eight of my contestants, the, the eight picks that I thought... If I could only have eight, all of them are still on the board. Like, wow. like, uh, wow. so nice. I, I'm a little surprised that, that none of these got taken, and that kind of me- messes me up. I actually thought it would be easier because I thought that a couple of these would be gone already. But um, I think, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this only because it <laughs> it has to be a number one seed, and because of yeah. who the band is. I'm gonna take this over one another record that I think might actually win this whole thing, but maybe that'll come be someone who comes in as a two or a three. But uh, Kiss Monster is my number oh, one seed. Sh- huh. <laughs> I fucking love that record. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gonna make it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I don't boy. think so. If you're gonna be asking listeners to vote for what they think is the worst, I don't uh, think that one's gonna make it. Yeah, maybe I'm playing the Vegas angle. I'm trying to get one of my lower seeds further in, and they kind of come in with the surprise attack. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually don't disagree with what you guys are saying. I think that, I think more than Sonic Boom, sucking oh, yeah. monster is is a little more divided. Like there there seems to be some concessions that that people all almost unanimously people hate Sonic Boom, but Monster not as much. Right. Yeah. 
So while I agree, but it's Kiss, and they always get the votes. So yeah, if, oh, we, yeah. if that one ends there, I'll just go over your whole. It's gonna be Peter Chris and fucking Sonic Boom at fucking at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I can already see it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'd root for then. Jesus fuck. See, you just said you just did the same thing. It's a Freudian slip. You call it Sonic Boom again. Ah. See? Yeah, that's the same record if you ask me. But anyway, I, I, I didn't have Sinzak on here to fight with him. So okay, I'll ha- if it if it wins, I'll happily come on and argue with you through the whole show. Cisnac region. We had the number one seed, Peter Chris, one for all. Going up against the number six seed, Bon Jovi. This house Ooh. is not for sale. This one Ugh. proved to be fairly tight with uh, Peter Chris pulling it out with 59% of the votes. Now, really? Across, yeah. Across the board, though, um, Peter Chris did win in all three polls Cobras and Fire Group, Decibel Geek Group, and on Twitter. But uh, none of them by a big runaway margin. So. Uh, you know, I uh, at one point it looked like maybe Bon Jovi could do it, but it's one of those early round things where once the the game gets going, Peter put him away. Yeah, either one of these I've never heard, so uh, just one less to uh, have to do homework on, I guess. Excellent. Right, right on. Um, in the uh, I, I, I have them. I had them. Did you have Peter Chris advancing? I did. I did. Uh, I did not actually. I had uh, bon, really? jo- bon Jovi taking this oh, one out. So. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, Peter Kristen will be playing the winner of the 
Kiss Psycho Circus and Ted Nugent. Uh, shut up and jam. Kiss Psycho Circus, of course, the fifth seed going up against the Nuge, the number two seed in the bracket here. Uh, yeah. Who did you have advancing here? Yeah, I picked Psycho Circus on here. I hate that album more. I never heard Nugent, so by default. I, I too uh, picked Psycho Circus, but uh, the voters picked different. <gasps> okay. Yeah, with a bit of a landslide, the Nuge puts Psycho Circus out of the tournament uh, with 72% of the vote. Now, uh, it was not close in any of the brackets. It was pretty wow. an each and easy win for the Nuge as well. So, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. The, 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 the Kiss fans, they can't, they can't admit that an album has faults. And plus, the Nuge is a horrible person. So that helps. Would you play the latest episode of Cobras and Fire, please? Sorry, I don't know that one. Alexa, play the latest episode of Cobras and Fire, please. Hmm, I don't know that. Jesus fuck, Alexa. Play the latest episode of Cobras and Fire already. Playing the latest episode of Decibel Geek Podcast from TuneIn. Here's Sensational Seconds, EP441. I'm just over here, you know, being handy as, as all fuck get out, man. Uh, how are you? Oh, 
Good. I was just wondering if you were going to drop an F bomb, and it was within ten seconds. Go ahead. I like to get the get them in there quick. That way, uh, <laughs> the, right. the, the the people know this is not for children. This is not yeah, safe right. for work. Uh, it's not good for adults nor nor uh, the youth. And uh, it's not good and, for and for people who listened to our last episode of whatever, never mind. I had to take out the word <laughs> more times than I've ever had in one episode. Uh, with Ian Wadley no, as a guest. Uh, okay. okay. Well, so. well done. I'm glad that you removed it there and moved it here. <laughs> uh, should I just say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. You just uh, move things over. And uh, uh, that's, uh, that's uh, well, by the way, well done. Well done for, for, for <laughs> suppressing a man's thoughts, a man's creative, creative outlet. I mean, I've been, Wadley, I'm the same thing. I dropped Every every three seconds, he keeps editing it out. Yeah, yeah. Between you and Wadley, it's I who who says it the most, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's all I do. I wake up every morning and say it. It's the first thing I say when I wake up. So yeah, but, but thanks for you know, of course for coming on. Uh, you know, uh, it was a lot of fun talking to him as always. Uh, anyway, um, last time you and I talked, Luce, uh you had woken up to a dryer that no longer was heating, correct? Yes. All right. It was. It was a bad day. But before we uh, so go back to the last episode with just the two of us and get to get the full story there, but I will ask for an update here in just a minute. Before I start, this is one week later. I want to, but I have to set up one important thing that really goes back. I par- promise it'll tie in here. L- yeah, yeah. Last September, I had took my uh, the Bach Cruiser in to get the the alignment done. And mm-hmm. when I picked when I picked it up, the guy just casually mentions, "Hey, you might want to get a new battery before winter. Your 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 cold cranking amps are at about three hundred right now." And right. in the back of my head, I'm like, "Of course, you think I need a new battery? Trying to sell me something?" And also, a new battery is a couple hundred bucks, and I'm not sure how much longer I'm going to drive the thing. So, I really didn't just put a whole lot of thought into it. Anyway, move forward to last Saturday. I am about about four or five o'clock in the evening down here in the studio editing the brilliance of that episode that we're talking about when I get a text sure. from my wife that simply says, dryer isn't heating. And mm. I'm like, I'm thinking of that, that, that year, I think it was 2018 or 17, where I, yep. it's like you, your bad luck preceded me having very similar bad luck. You broke your ankle. I broke my wrist. Uh, I swear there was one or two other instances. But so I'm like, of course, a week later now. I had just recently had a couch delivered that I had to drag through my house, which we have one of these, <laughs> these swing-away doors like restaurants that go both ways. We, oh, nice. We just keep it propped open because, you know, but this is not one of, like, recent ilk. This, is, this was made by a, a blacksmith in the turn of the century. So it's, it's a 200-pound door. These hinges are spring-loaded to, like, basically, you know, trap bears. Uh, it was not easy to, to get this door off and I was not in any hurry to put this thing back on. So now I got this 200 pound door just sitting, leaned up against the sofa in the living room for a week. For people who don't know, I would, I've been uh, tearing down all my kiss room stuff and, and I basically have a media room. So that's just filled with piles of kiss stuff that the stuff I couldn't fit on my porch. So that all, it's like, so right now with, Wait, with your, nothing, outdoor, your outdoor porch or indoor porch? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a three season porch, so it's not sitting outside, but it's not heated. I'm just imagining any porch filled with stuff, but go ahead. Yeah, it is a mess there. And then, like I said, the room where I keep all my CDs and DVDs, that's just piled from the floor with all the crap I pulled out of the room. So the house is basically a mess in, in about a third of it, right? So our, our, our dryer is on the main floor. It's right off the kitchen there. Uh, the, the laundry room is. 
and it's 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 just big enough for both machines and to move around, but it's not super huge. And I have to tear this whole fucking thing apart. And, uh, and of course, you're not getting parts on a Sunday evening. And because we live in this internet age, the only place that really sells this stuff is an open Sunday. So I'm I, I'm tearing this thing apart to troubleshoot the thing. And in the process of finding out that it's a uh, a thermal fuse that needs to be replaced, which is only about a ten dollar part, I break the igniter which now needs to be replaced, too, and that's about a $40 part. <laughs> Parts I can't get uh. until Sunday. So now the, the laundry room is basically just chaos. It's got the hood off. I got that big barrel sitting on the floor. The, the, the thing's pulled away from the wall. It's 90 below, so that, that, that vent from the wall, we got it all balled up, but there's still just cold air flowing in. Oh, so the next morning I go out to start my car and it doesn't start because it's 25 degrees below zero. I had to, and I have two new neighbors in the last year. And this is the thing that dawned on me. Like as I've gotten older, I have fewer people that I can call in a pinch to say, Hey, can you pick me up? Take me up to an auto store. Right. I swear to God, when I first moved here in the twin cities, I had more options, but in the last year and a half, the neighbors on both sides of me who I would have easily asked, have moved and new neighbors are in and I don't know them that well. So I am like, and I'm looking through my thing and all my friends that, that I would bother with something like this at the last minute, they don't live near me anymore. It's at least a 20 mile drive for most of the people that, that I would reach out to. I end up getting a lift to <laughs> go and I'm like, you snap. Yeah. I, I use the, I, I don't think you can do it any other way. Uh, just saying, you use an app to solve something. The woman that I just picks, want to make sure it's on record. <laughs> the woman that picks me up is just the fucking craziest goddamn driver. And our streets are just, at this time, we're packed with ice and snow. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, my, my glasses fell off my head. Uh, like, I love this day so far, by the way. I love it so far. Yeah, but You're having an LC pack day. Yeah. It doesn't suck. And also, changing a battery, not a terribly uh, taxing task. It doesn't no, suck. But... Not the funnest thing to do when it's 25 below and it's parked on the street. The, the, the long and short of this, you know, a day later, 40, 40 bucks for the parts, 30 for the, the lift back and forth. Everything was settled. The dryer was working. The car was running. And I could resume uh, uh, putting the door back on at some point. I managed to power through loose, um, uh, but it turns out I'm just fucking too goddamn old. My body's breaking down, and I'm th- just going to start looking at coffins. I think that's uh, Kiss Coffins, specifically, which I think you have in the porch. My wife was getting a new phone, 
And the, at, the, at, the, at the Sprint store, the guy was like, well, well, just use Google and upload everything to Google, and then the, you download it from Google back to your phone. It's super easy. I, we can do it right here. And I was like, you don't know, honey. Don't, don't do that. And, he, and he's like, oh, you're one of those guys who's like all worried about the conspiracy. And then he went on to basically tell me it's not a conspiracy. It's all happening, so it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, that's why, you know, if you leave your tracking ID on your phone, Google's constantly figuring out where you're going. And, and largely just so they can sell it to a fucking advertiser. It's pretty fucking shady shit. Meanwhile, they're, they're, these phones are getting more expensive, but fuck it. You know, if, if, if that information is worth something, give me the goddamn phone. But there was <laughs> there was one time a couple yeah. years ago that like, I kind of joked about the, the towels, but, like, I was talking to Amy about it, and she said, I don't know. I don't think that's really how this works. Like, the phone's listening to us. And so I stood up <laughs> in a dramatic moment and, like, loudly proclaimed, like, we need to buy a toaster. And then within 20 minutes, there was an ad for a toaster in both of our Facebook feeds, different ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I looked for a pellet grill online, and then suddenly 90 different brands of pellet grill are in my fucking Facebook feed every day. It's just, yep. it's shady, shady fucking shit. Yeah, so, and, and, and with that, with that too, just so you know, if anybody's sitting there, yeah, well, they couldn't make record. You're saying they're making voice recordings of all of us all the time? No, the software recognizes key words. We're not, they're not making. Well, they're recording us because everything we say is fucking gold. Oh, that's true. It needs well, they, to be recorded selected. for historical right. significance. Yes. But the general There's populace, actually, yeah. Yeah, you know all those times when we had phone <laughs> conversations, we're like, we should have just used this in the show because yeah. it was so good, this conversation. We should just call Google. Call Google. They have it recorded. And they'll sell and it to us. The files. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll sell it to us. Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> there should be a service like that. What if you have a great conversation? That's how you level the fields. You just say, fuck it. We are recording everything. And by the way, if you have a great conversation, just send us the key words that were in the conversation. We'll send it back to you. That's a nice thing for free. Yeah. Right? A give and take. Yeah, yeah, you know, a little bit, so, so we get something in return. Right, that's all I'm saying, yeah. But, uh, yeah, one little fact for you, if, if you are, like, getting all, like, scared right now, there is a service you may or may not uh, be aware of, and this is actually serious, and it's, it, if you don't like being searched online, and you, like, like anybody, hey, I love being searched online, but if you want an alternative that actually works damn well, it's a service called, it's a funny name, but it's called DuckDuckGo.com. Mm. I, I use DuckDuckGo. Oh, you do? Okay. All it's becoming more searches. and more. All my porn searches. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, if you want to use it just for your everyday browser, it does have an app. Mm. It does. And it does. Uh, you can use your browser. And it does not. Supposedly, maybe it'll be corrupt later. But right now, it, it's it's all about the privacy. Uh, they're, they're, they're funded by. They are funded by advertising, I think. But check it out. That seems to be a more popular service if you want an alternative to Google. Like, what is my choice? But I'll just summarize it this way. So. Uh, another one more example is this would have to be w- with some of my searching though, but I do find it funny that somebody said, "Okay, this guy is looking for this subject, and he probably has a the budget and the inclination to do this next." So obviously, we we ripped on Kiss Kiss's Dubai concert, yes, yeah. And in, su- in doing such, I had made searches that had to do with Dubai, yeah. Dubai and Kiss and things like <laughs> Kiss like this. And, and then all of a sudden, I have been attacked by three high-end hotels with promos to go to Dubai <laughs> in my email. I, I, they found my information, got one of my primary emails, and have been advertising me to go to Dubai and awesome deals to go to hotels and vacations in Dubai that I'm that person. Now, first off, I want to make sure you understand why this is wrong. First off, 
if they cross-referenced KISS and Dubai, they should automatically know that 99% of people cannot afford to go on vacation <laughs> that, are Kiss, that are KISS fans. That, that's, that percentage <laughs> is too low. <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, or they can spell Dubai correctly. Yeah. So that, that, that's all I have to say. I'm done. Conspiracy <laughs> theories are true. They're not conspiracies. Oh, we need to have Mankini on for a spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, I think the I is before the A. Chomp chomp. D E W B Y. There's got to be E. The E is silent. time in my career I've been turning some of them down because I really, I could do them all day long. I literally could do a podcast or an interview segment all day, every day, uh, you know, 24-7, and I've got to at least at some point say no, but mm-hmm. I can't say no to Cobras and Fire. Aww. And uh, my friend Baco, is LC there with you? No, we, he was planning to try to bump in. So I, I do, he was hoping to kind of pop in for the call just for a second. <laughs> um, he's looking forward to meeting you in Nashville. Um, and we'll touch on that awesome. here in a little bit. Awesome. But yeah, That's his, cool. his, he was, uh, he was possibly contemplating calling what was that he was possibly thinking about busting in on the call that's uh, that's commitment for you right there <laughs> <laughs> no uh yeah he wanted to basically just pop in make fun of us and then pop out so well, I'll tell him I said, hey, and I can't wait to meet him in Nashville and see you again in Nashville at Rock and Pod Expo, August 6th and 7th in Nashville, Tennessee. It's always a good time, and I'm looking forward to it. One of your many hometowns. Indeed. And, you know, I have, <laughs> I have deep roots, deep roots in Nashville. Absolutely. A lot, a, a lot of people have asked me the last couple of years since really my my job in Sioux Falls, my quote, the only real job I've ever had at Badlands Fun as the leader of the Badlands House Band and on KBAD Radio 94.5 FM. Since that job uh, disappeared, everybody kind of expected me to move back to Nashville. And I, I just uh, really, uh, really love it here in Sioux Falls. Renee and I have a beautiful home. I'm five minutes from the airport and I'll be in Nashville 
whenever uh, they need me. But oh, this we're, is we're home not. Now, uh, I thought you and I were going to hop in the Roncord and uh, d- uh, take that fourteen-hour trek uh, on the road. <laughs> the Roncord, <laughs> uh, the Ronquest. It's the, Ron the Ronquest. Quest. Sorry, yeah. But man, I will not have the Ronquest on that leg of the tour. I'll okay. actually be flying into uh, South Carolina. We've got the South Carolina siege the week before. Let me see. I don't have the dates pulled up on my calendar, but I can do that fairly quickly. I think it's July 28th in Allendaw, South Carolina, July 29th in Bluffton, South Carolina, July 30th in... I'm lost. I know I'm at... Is it on your website? I'm looking at it. I can help you out here, buddy. They're all on the website, yes. That South Carolina siege, end of July... And uh, July 28, 29, 30, and 31. Go ahead and give us the dates, Jason. Well, I'm going to go set off this, uh, shut off the amp so okay. we can get rid of the hot tub buzz. Well, I see the retroactive Sweet 16 celebration on July 31st, and then uh, a couple of acoustic uh, dates leading up to that on uh, the 28th in Awenda, South Carolina, the 29th Awenda. in Awenda. Awenda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and the 29th in a city that sounds like it was named by James, Gene Simmons, Bluffton, South Carolina, and uh, the 30th at Goose Creek, South Carolina. And then uh, on to Myrtle Beach, like I mentioned, for the retroactive Sweet 16. And then, bam, we're in Nashville. That's right. Then I'm going to take uh, a, a rental vehicle from Myrtle Beach, hopefully a Johnson City date on that Thursday, the night before the Rock and Pod kickoff pre-party concert event, and I'm gonna uh, just uh, try and uh, do that road trip, and, and instead of flying back to South Dakota mm-hmm. for a day, I might as well just enjoy the great Southern hospitality of uh, <laughs> South Carolina and Tennessee, and and enjoy some Dixie time. And plenty of good food down that way too, as well. And I'm on the keto diet, so I have to be very careful. And I, I you know, I, I have I have lost some weight. And I, you know, I got that COVID uh, gut, like many <laughs> of us did. And uh, I I've been on the keto diet now for a couple of months, and it's paying off. And, and we we do have a lot of great recipes. I can even make the Ron Keel chili without uh. beans. It's not the same without the beans. But uh, you and I are, are scheduled for a chili cook-off. Oh, in we got to do that, that sometime. Correct? Yeah, like in January, <laughs> some sometime where it's really cold. You know what I mean? Um, I, that would be a blast if we could. I, I mean, of course, I have no idea how to arrange something like that. But yeah, if we could actually do something like that and raise a little money for some charity, that'd be even better. But uh, it's yeah. got to happen, man. Let's do it. It's got to happen. And uh, I would love to do that. And I'm, I'm very proud of my chili recipe. As much as Sinzak would like us to do it in Nashville, I something about eating chili in that 95 degree Tennessee heat doesn't really work together for me. Man, there <laughs> make is, your own hot tub when you're always, done. Though. It's always a good day to eat Ron Keel chili, and you can oh. find that recipe in the Rock and Recipes for Autism book. And the proceeds from that book go to charity and autism research. Uh, that is a fantastic cookbook available um, online, Rockin' Recipes for Autism. And the Ron Keel Chili recipe is in there, along with Don Dawkins' recipe. I love Don Dawkins' recipe. Uh, <laughs> four cubes of ice in a glass, pour Jack Daniels on top, and consume. Well, what a great recipe. Yeah, that's, uh, that's non-conventional. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's not Don. Don's got a, actually got an actual recipe in the book, but I know that the Jack on Ice is his personal favorite. 
Uh, and since you plugged it, if people want to go to YouTube, just uh, search uh, Baco Hotter Than Hell Chili. There's uh, not only a recipe, but a, ho- a video of me showing you how to make it. And uh, it's, Oh, dude, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, uh, is so. it keto-friendly? Uh, no, because it does have beans. Uh, and I'm not an expert on the keto right. diet, but you just mentioned that. But you know what? Take the beans out if you want, I suppose. It would still be pretty good. And you know what I do is I, I add some beef broth, which gives it that, mm. uh, you know, the liquid the liquefied uh, constituency that uh, the bean juice uh, usually provides. But you know, it's, <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with the keto diet. Got to get back in rock star shape because there are a lot of big shows on the Ron Keel Band calendar this summer. Yeah, uh, I, I don't have any big shows, but I do need to kind of figure out something before I get uh, <laughs> uh, too close to summer here. I, I, I also have a bit of a, a little COVID weight to shed. At least I'm going give to it a, give it a shot. But uh, hey. yeah, we, we don't blame everything on COVID, right? Oh, it's yeah. Everything is. Uh, anything. <laughs> if it's uh, not Trump's fault, it's COVID's fault, right? Yeah. And, and before I forget, <laughs> maybe, maybe we need to do. Uh, yeah, God, you're going to at some point, I guarantee you're going to get me. Um, uh, we, we need to do a Ron Keel and Baco cooking show where we basically, here's my thought, Ron, we just have different recipes, and then you offer a Ron Keel keto-friendly version of that recipe. What do you think, Food Network? That's a great idea. Absolutely, man. I'm in for any of that. If we can uh, have have some good food and raise some awareness or money for a good cause, I'm all in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. I wanted to hit you with something right off the bat, just uh, kind of a little, uh, I don't know, uh, an icebreaker kind of thing. On Cobras and Fire this month, we do it every year. We call it March Badness, where we basically break down a record or two that we think is horrible. Um, and, and, you know, playfully, though, you know, like these are artists that we love in, in you know, like Kiss Music from the Elder was would be a, a classic example of something that we would have fun with. But this year we did a bracket where we brought in Chris and Aaron from uh, Decibel Geek, and we each picked eight records that were now we're, the voters are deciding what record we're going to talk about. I just was curious if you had to, what did, of your illustrious career, what is Ron Keel's worst record in your opinion? Oh man, that is a tough question because I do have an answer for that. Ooh, that's going to piss wanted off to guess all my too. fans. Can, can I guess? Absolutely. Is it larger than live? No, okay. hell no, not by a long shot. That's a great album, mm, dude. Well, I, I listened to it. Like, I don't even know which one I would pick, but I'm like, I my gut was that was gonna be the one you didn't like because it was kind of towards the end of Keel, uh, and it just uh, it was a different kind of setup. And I don't know. I do have a couple questions on that, but anyway, what's the record you you got, dude? If if you have to, uh, man, and and again, I don't want to piss off my fans. These these people <laughs> have paid my bills for forty years now, right? But I think the shittiest record I've ever done was. The Steeler album, oh. it's unlistenable to me, and uh, it's 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 an embarrassment. It's unlistenable. It was a, a young green kid who was still learning how to write songs. There's a couple of good songs on there. Uh, Cold Day in Hell is a good song. Yeah, Backseat yeah. Driver is a good song. Serenade is mm-hmm. a good song, but not in that format with that BG's falsetto voice that I used on the Steeler album. And I know that so many fans love that record deeply, and it's a big part of their 80s history and upbringing, and, and it's it's part of the soundtrack of their lives. And I don't want to offend them by not liking it, but that's my personal opinion. To me, it was uh, it, it it's it's unlistenable.
Blockbuster fucking suck. I mean, there's, it seems to be there, there's a through line for this episode, and that is <clears throat> what saved the mom and pop stores. <laughs> you know it because he couldn't get that at Blockbuster. Not you can so, get Toxic I'm Avenger you, and porn. Think about that decision from a corporate standpoint. Is what I'm saying. From mm. saying that we that they left that. If you think about that from a business thing, if you wanted some and you wanted to go see Titanic, you went <laughs> there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So and, and that is a whole different thing that they just passed passed on for obvious reasons and everything like that but that was that i'm telling you that kept the other ones going don't you think that that was their one of the things yeah and it wasn't and just porn it could be like kind of like more uh r-rated stuff like uh there you go um whatever they wouldn't have like they, they had r-rated movies but they wouldn't have like what was that that vampire movie with Alyssa milano's tits all over it uh <laughs> embrace the vampire know. you wouldn't find that there and i remember that there was one video store in oatana that had that and i cannot tell you how frustrating it was that the guy who rented it kept it for like three weeks <laughs> <laughs> and then you finally get it and then it's like you're, you're sliding this thing into your vcr and you're going there's somebody's been jerking off to this and they pulled this they, they they finished up put their pants on it and pressed eject and put this videotape so it's been uh it's been freshly touched by a penis right before well, well, put away. Well, let's just summarize that real quick to expand a little bit more on the uh tangent um on whatever never mind still not in huh it. nope Steve hasn't returned it. I got a jerk off station for God's sakes. <laughs> I mean, like, Maybe you guys should have got this. more than one copy. <laughs> how how is there not how was Blockbuster not blamed for a global pandemic like uh back in the day? I mean, think of all the germs on those on those cassettes and especially going back to the whole uh behind the uh the beads or the curtain yeah. from, from getting those. Well hold on. Think about the whole think about the whole pro oh go ahead. On that note, streaming weakens immune systems of what you're saying when we go out there and we're in the world and we're we're touching hands and products that have been holding dicks their whole time <laughs> we're, we're strong we're strong <laughs> but when we sit at home with our with our uh hand sanitizer and we're our, our, our cleaning wipes wiping down our tvs and remotes hitting play on netflix nope we, we just get weak do you, man <laughs> do you know what you call that I think we should start a thing called called we need to get, as a society we need to get back to blockbuster strong <laughs> touch the <laughs> touch the <all> cassettes. <laughs> oh, man. I think I think the reason is that the that blockbuster folding hashtag blockbuster yeah, I mean, strong that's the germs the, all that stuff. But but again, think about the procedure back in the day, kids. If you're listening, if you were in a certain mood one day, you had to commit. You had to go to that place mm. where you might know somebody that works there <laughs> or at least they've seen you a few times go get the thing take it to the front counter and basically say pull up my account i'm about to get down to some business at home <laughs> yeah uh, of my social group uh, our, our senior year i had one friend about a month before me was the first one of our group to turn 18 and we were getting porn pretty regularly at that point. I was number two on that list, so uh, we became kind of very a little extra popular on certain weekends. Yeah, a little nothing to do. And it was always weird too. It's like it, it was difficult to to rent or buy porn by yourself. It was always easier as a group. You know, it's like for I don't know why, but like for some reason it just felt less gross. 
us creepy. Like, you know, like, look, we're all going to just enjoy this. Uh, we're not going to, I'm not taking this home alone and jerking off like some loser. <laughs> yeah, I like to, I like to confuse the, the, the person working at the counter and get like a copy of uh, Bodacious Tatas and The Last Temptation of Christ. <laughs> oh, man, that's, a, you know, that's a good mix. I never really thought about doing that. You got to balance it. Oh man, uh, I, that is where I, I, I found I, out about the joy of Christie Canyon was right around 1988. Uh, oh, good lord, we need to we need to move forward from here. <laughs> <laughs> That's also one of uh, Sonny Pooney's favorites, I understand. Yeah. All right. Uh, good, good to know. I had to miss that episode, but let's uh, let's bring this out of the gutter. What do you say? Yeah, blockbusters suck. Nugent wants to know why the country wasn't shut down for COVID-1 through 18. <laughs> now, first off, when you shared this, I, I until you actually put it in the show notes, I thought it was an Onion headline. Yes? I think everybody did. I, I literally like put that in my comments. I said, some people, and I put in parentheses, me, thought this was an Onion headline. Uh, uh, God. Yeah, raise your oh. hand out there, people, if you're listening. Honk. Do something. Uh if that you, was amazing. My follow-up was that uh, I'm not sure if you if you Googled further, but back in the day, he actually had a similar comment when he was mad at Blockbuster for not having Oceans 1 through 10. <laughs> <laughs> the Nuge was very upset. He was like, I needed to know what led up to this story. He wants to know the backstory of before Oceans 11. How did Danny Ocean end up in jail? Why does Brad Pitt's character eat all the time? Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. the bananas, all that stuff, oranges. But but he also put in the, the article that he's really interested in that little Oriental guy. <laughs> you know his his backstory too. How's he so small? How's he fit into all the things? Uh, Nuge is gonna love the the Cobra Kai spinoff about Crease. <laughs> oh God, yes. Oh man, yeah. I, I honest to God, I couldn't believe it. But apparently, he went on Facebook Live and filled the world with 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 his stupidity now i would like to to take a second to point out something ted nugent much like gene simmons i have they get a lot of credit for being like rockers who are smart and it's largely because they just regurgitate the same shit all the time and they're drug free 
I, I you want to talk about living in fear because Ted will talk about that. I think Ted doesn't do drugs because he's afraid of them. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You, you don't fear COVID, but you're afraid of a doobie. Yeah, you're afraid yeah, to find out what happens if you get high. I'm not afraid, Ted. I'm not afraid to get too drunk on a Saturday afternoon. You are. Hold on for a second. Are you double daring Ted Nugent right now? <laughs> I'm double dog daring the Nuge. Fucking I'm telling you, take a take a bong hit and shotgun a Coors Light. I think we can get his tongue stuck to a, a pole <laughs> just with a couple more yeah, pushes. Dude, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and like that pool. Gene Simmons is really smart. If uh, someone needs to tell you to, if you're if you're at home right now and you forget to wipe your ass after taking a shit, then Gene mm-hmm. Simmons is the type of person you would consider a genius. I'm not saying these guys are dumb. Well, I'm about to say Ted Nugent's dumb, uh, but no. uh, they're just not the they're not the brain wizards that they 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 get credit from from very unsophisticated people, I would like to point out. But anyway. Can, before we go into this, too, I just want to say that who keeps calling him for comments on things? No, he here's, did this himself. Somebody. He went Facebook Live on his own. Oh, okay. This but is unfiltered. Okay. Unlike okay. So, 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 when you attack somebody for answering a question honestly, not you. I'm like, uh, like well, yeah. the recent one was Stephen Wilson. He was asked about Van Halen. Nobody asked Ted. He just wanted us to know. Right. So here, okay, okay, okay. Blabbermouth was, of course, kind enough to transcribe it for us. He went on uh, Facebook Live, and he said, "You know, this year's tour is canceled again. Are you kidding me? The production companies won't let us tour again this year. Dirty, bastard, lying, scam, smoke and mirrors, COVID nineteen freaks. You know, I, I guess I would ask you because I'm addicted to." truth, logic, and common sense. And my common sense meter would demand the answer to, why weren't we shut down for COVID-1 through 18? There was a COVID-1 and there was a COVID-2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 16 17, 18. COVID-1 through 18 didn't shut anything down, but whoa, COVID-19, even though it's 99.8% survivable, why didn't we shut down for the AIDS epidemic? Well, Ted, you can't get AIDS from someone breathing on you, but you probably still think you can. Uh, <laughs> or the flu, or the Spanish flu, or the, the bird flu, or the West Nile flu, or influenza every year. Not going to get too political here because this is about Ted being a fucking moron. No, there wasn't a COVID-1 through 18. Did you know that, uh, Lewis? That the 19 stands for? The year? Yeah, 2019. Yeah, which I was really mad because it, it's it's like... I think they should always name them a year before because as soon as, just like a car, you don't buy the, the COVID. <laughs> it should be COVID 2022 if it comes out in COVID 20. Because you don't want last year's model. All right. Right? What about uh, if they went with video games and they, 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 you know, like all the sports games are always the following year. Like the Madden that comes out this year will be Madden 22. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what it should be. That's, that's how the, the world works. You don't want, you want the newest strain at all times. Yeah. But uh, but before we even go further into this, my whole point of like who's calling him is here's people I'd rather interview and mm-hmm. hear and hear information from. Okay, yeah, I have never heard the opinion of a lead singer from Foghat's opinion <laughs> on uh, <laughs> whoever that is. He's uh, he's not you know? with us anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, there you go. That's how much I know about Foghat. Here's another person. Here's another person I'd rather hear comment about COVID on Facebook Live. I would rather have a Facebook Live or interview the SEAL 
from the cover of all those Riot albums. Oh, nice. What do you think? Uh, well, I'm actually trying to get him on the show, but he's... Uh, oh, you have been? Okay. His, his people aren't that- being very uh, cooperative. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Uh, uh, so anything else that, that he added to the Well, uh, I don't know. Do you that- want to get into it? He, he doubles down and talks about how all the numbers are rigged. They claim 500,000 people have died from COVID-19. Bullshit. I believe that medical examiners in all 50 states have gone, oh, I put down on the death certificate that he uh, died of asphyxiation, but they made me put COVID. Well, this guy was stabbed to death, but they made me put down COVID. This guy was run over by a a tandem gravel truck doing a four-wheel drift, and the crows be pecking at your flesh, but they made me put down (laughs) COVID-19. He I, I, he believes medical examiners in all 50 states have been put in that position. He doesn't offer any evidence, of course, because that's where we are today. Um, but, yeah, it, it, look, it's just kind of, it turns out he's just, he's probably dumber than I actually thought he was. And I did not have a lot of respect for the intelligence of Ted Nugent. So, so where would he be in, in the ranking of Cobras and Fire as far as intelligent, mm-hmm. thought-provoking musicians? Now, is it, is it? Is Tommy Lee? I think Tommy Lee is above. Him. Yes, Tommy Lee has is, is, uh, got a, a pretty as good lead of right on him now. Right. Yeah, as of right now, they were close right before even. today. You know, <laughs> yes, I think Tommy Lee is now upper. That's the person I would look for for advice uh, for anything. I go to Tommy Lee first. Yeah, um, Sebastian Bach, uh, I think, was below him and just uh, squeaked past him. No, I think Sebastian Bach's right above Tommy Lee. Oh, too. really? So I think yeah. The, the, right yeah, on, I think it goes man. Sebastian. Thanks, yeah. buddy. <laughs> You rock. Anything else? <laughs> Anything? Uh, what, what are your thoughts on COVID one through eighteen, Sebastian? I just want to get back on tour, man. Let's all get our shots. I just I, I I think it's a great idea, not so much for what you're talking about, but now the listener gets to go home and watch something and go, Baco jerked off to this, and now I <laughs> too I mean. am jerking That's off right. to this. <laughs> it's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 